Boss Lady Conversations with Monica L. And Coach Kaya. Boss ladies are vulnerable, authentic, love, hopeful, abundant, respected. Boss ladies are you. Welcome back, listeners. Thank you so much for joining us for Boss Lady Conversations Season 2. I am Monica L., a boss lady, Cleveland-born, L.A. raised on a journey of freedom and happiness as an educator, entrepreneur, self-published author and poet. I believe all things are possible through synergy. Let's get it. My IG handle is at Monica L. underscore writer. And I'm your girl, Coach Kaya. I'm a boss wife, mompreneur, sister, writer, and certified transformational coach. I help people access their power, heal the trauma of their past, and reignite their dreams to manifest the miracles that matter today. My IG handle is at IamCoachKaya. As always, we want to just thank our friends. We want to thank everyone who supports Boss Lady Conversations. We want to thank all of our guests. Let you know that we're here to honor our power and give voice to our experiences. Why? So that we can leave a legacy of love, light, and wisdom along the journey. That's what truly matters to us. If you have any questions, please email us at bossladyconversations at gmail.com. Yes, Coach Kaya. And we just want to shout out Coach Kaya again, just for her amazing work and talent acquisition and her new (laughs) book. Hey. (laughs) So Biz, like, yes, reach out to Coach Kaya. She's accepting new clients. And we're just really grateful for this space. So thank you so much for your overwhelming domestic and international support. Your support allows us to secure some phenomenal guests who graciously shows up authentically to share their stories. And we are so thankful to God for giving us this platform of creativity, growth mindset, healing, support, and intentionality. Our mission today, as it always has been, is to give you a brave space to learn, grow, and contribute. We want you to walk away from Boss Lady Conversations feeling inspired, imaginative, hopeful, creative, abundant, and what? Bossed up. (laughs) What really matters most important in your life. Thank you, Queen. And you're always out here doing great things. Monica L., she has books on books on books. It is not just the poetry. It's also some affirmation journals. It's also a college guide. Girl, you've been busy. A little bit. We've been busy. <laughs> We've been busy. We bossed yes. up. Yes. So we will definitely link our books in the show notes because we definitely want to leave a legacy and continue to inspire you. And we want you to inspire yourselves and us. Today's topic we're so excited about is how to boss up and design your life with Michelle Cador, designer, CEO, and visionary behind the empowerment clothing brand, Yes, I Am Inc. She established her company in 2016 after reaching a glass ceiling in her career. She is also the co-owner of Despot NYC, a unique fashion boutique located in City Point, Brooklyn, a major shopping center in downtown Brooklyn. Launched in 2017, Despot features 25 plus independent and creative Black, Indigenous, and people of color owned brands, including her own. Michelle has always been passionately involved in entrepreneurship and empowering others. As a graduate of the Zicklin School of Business with a concentration in entrepreneurship and small business management, Michelle has built a career around helping others realize their goals. 
And we always talk about boss ladies who help others, boss ladies who have a heart for, to serve. There's nothing better than that to me. Currently, Michelle sits on the Fulton Mall Improvement Association Board, and she also works closely with Downtown Brooklyn Partnership and City Point Brooklyn to create economic opportunities and cultural events for the local community. Michelle is also a 2021 scholar of the Goldman Sachs 10K Small Business Accelerator Program. When Michelle is not exploring new opportunities to boss up, she's spending time with family, traveling ab abroad, and helping others. I know. <laughs> I am red tea. Yes, yes, yes. Now that is a boss lady introduction <laughs> for you. I am so excited to learn more about the fabulous boss lady, Michelle. I believe that I am statement are beyond powerful and exactly what we need to focus on to get through life's challenges. So let's get into it, Coach Kaya. That's right. Well, I am proud and excited to give an enthusiastic Boss Lady Conversations podcast. Welcome to Michelle Kador. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Aw, thank you, ladies. Thank you, queens. It's such a pleasure to be here with both of you. First of all, I'm like, I am among some amazing boss ladies. Congratulations to both of you on your success, the writing, the books. I need to check this out. This is amazing. I love it. Thank you so much. Oh, Please thank recognize you, queen. Queen. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you're just amazing. The vibrations. It's just, Aww. I can feel just the love and the excitement. And so we're going to get right into it because I know that they are listening. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So, Michelle, if mm -hmm. you could choose one I am statement that describes your boss lady journey, which would it be and why? Ooh, one I am statement. Let's see. So I'm going to go with the original. I am are the two most powerful words for what you put after shapes your reality. That is what inspired Yes, I Am Inc. And I choose this one because it is exactly how I changed my life. I literally manifested everything into existence by speaking it out loud and saying, this is what I'm going to do and conquering it. I started with the, having a glass ceiling above me. And I said, you know what? I am who I say I am. That's another one. And no one's going to tell me otherwise. And so I'm going to change the trajectory of my life and take control, you know, change the narrative. And I did. I said, I'm going to travel more. I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to reach higher heights. And every time I turn around, I see that whatever it is I speak, you know, they say life and death is in the power of the tongue. Whatever it is I speak comes into fruition. So I use this mouth very carefully with what I'm saying over my life and those of others, because what we speak, we, but whatever it is that we put after I am, whether it's positive or negative, your body, your mind, the energy, the universe hears that, feels that. So you want to be mindful that you're only speaking life and positivity over yourself and others. Well, all right, boss lady. <laughs> I am a boss lady. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that was hurtful. Exactly. Definitely. Mm -hmm. So Michelle, Thank take you. us back to December 2019 when you transitioned to full-time entrepreneurship, launched your business. What was that final push that got you to really step fully and firmly into the entrepreneurial space? So back in 
actually October-ish. And, but 2019 was the uh, resignation date, which was amazing. So it was a funny little situation at work. And it was one of those situations where my boss was like, okay, girl, so what you going to do? And I was like, what? Like, I had been saying all year, by the end of the year, I am going to be a full-time entrepreneur by hello high water. I was like, I'm going to be a full-time entrepreneur. And I was frustrated, but I was also like, I know this is what I want, right? And I, that's how I operated. When I started the business, I was like, by the end of the year, I'm either going to be working in a full-time job or or a full-time entrepreneur. That's what I did three years prior. But this time I was like, I'm going to be a full-time entrepreneur. Anyway, so at work, my boss, she's now my old boss. She's now my neighbor, but <laughs> at the mall, shout out to Prevalage. But there was like, um, we just had a moment where she was, so what you finna do? And I was, I was like, is it time? Cause I'm thinking I'm managing a program. I'm managing staff who I love. I don't want to leave until the program is over, which would have been like maybe March. But you know what? We had just gotten the keys for our new store. We went from 100 square feet to 1,000, 1,100 mm-hmm. square feet mm-hmm. in a busy area. And that was in October. We were bringing in the numbers. I was like literally replacing my salary as a manager in those two months, November and December. And so I was like, well, I guess December 4th will be my last day. And sure enough, on I think it was December 4th or December 6th, I didn't save much. I was just like, well, this is it, Lord. I'm going to just step into this role. And would you believe Shea Moisture was like, oh, by the way, you won the holiday competition for $5,000. The day that was my last day, I was like, girl, do you know I just won $5,000? It's time for me to go. That guy. Yes. So yeah, that was like that. I really just stepped out on faith. I stepped out because I had to step out. And, you know, I stayed for two months to make sure that my team was well prepared and it was a good transition. Mm -hmm. And we were just in a really great place to be able to all, like both of us quit our jobs. There's three of us, but two of us quit our jobs. We left our jobs at that time and just stepped fully into our dream. And that was a beautiful, beautiful experience. And was I scared? Not at all. (laughs) So it's like, God will provide as he has just showed. Yeah. I, I, I totally, yeah, that, that is amazing. I mean, <laughs> for it all to happen that way, it felt like that was a confirmation, right? Mm-hmm. By you winning, but you put yourself out there to win. Yes. And, and it came to you and you was like, yes, it is time to go. So mm-hmm. let's take our, our listeners back a couple of steps. And I know mm-hmm. that we had the amazing bio and just walking into your light and helping others, but Tell me about the Goldman Sachs, because I just want to personally know about that. It's all on TikTok. And I'm like, how does this work? So if you could just kind of summarize that experience and what it was like, I would love to hear it. Yeah. So the Goldman Sachs program, it's funny because that happened. So that was like 2019-ish that we were nominated downtown Brooklyn partnership, the head of downtown Brooklyn partnership and Brooklyn chamber of commerce who like they support the spot so heavily. And we are now on the board for um, in partnership. They, they nominated us to um, attorney general, Letitia James, sister girl, and she pushed us forward. And I, 
at first was like, I am not trying to do this program. This is a lot. Like I kept, you know, they were like sending me things. They're like, we need this document and that document. I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm gonna make it. They're like, don't worry, we'll give you more time. I was like, dang it. And so <laughs> finally, like came to a point where my partner was like, I don't think God gonna let us get away from this one. I was like, I don't think so either. Cause I'm like, I keep trying to run. And they keep trying to say like, come on back. So Finally, I gave them everything they needed, and um, it was a about 14-week program, and it's a program that focuses on a growth opportunity. Like, as a business, you focus on your growth opportunity, and ours was to get our signature brand, our store's brand, Brooklyn-ish, either Brooklyn-ish or on your Brooklyn-ish, right, to get <laughs> that <it>. into... <laughs> right iconic retail stores like Foot Locker, Dr. J's, or Barclays Brooklyn Fanatics. And so I worked on that throughout the time. And, um, you know, it's very important that you focus on, I just wrote about this today, because one of our brands and shops, she just got into Goldman's. So I was like, yes. Yes. I was like, girl, you got to do this. And she's doing it. So I'm proud of her. But what's really important for a business as for us as business owners, entrepreneurs, is that we not only work on work in the business, but work on the business, right? Because we get so bogged down in the operations and the day-to-day details that we don't get time to think about strategy and growth and like, you know, how can we make this business succeed any further? And so I was able, thank God for my two partners, France, Francie Face, I'm a Francie Face Clothing and Tyler Jordan of Canvas Art, Canvas Design Shop and the Art Gallery. They held down the shop while I focused on the program and planning our Juneteenth event. And we were like part of a cohort of maybe 38 people. We had smaller cohorts that we would break into five people per cohort, about five to six. I am still like close to my cohort cohort, my smaller cohort, GPPT, growth <laughs> potential, growth think tank potential. I forgot our names, but I'm closer to them. I'm close to them now. Like every Thursday we meet at 2.30 oh. to check in and see how, you know, things are going, if we need help, just like we did when we were in the program. Wow. And um, yeah, it was an amazing experience, amazing advisors, amazing resources. They teach you everything, you know, from managing the finances, cash flow um, projections, et cetera, to sales pitch, marketing negotiations, just building out your growth plan and then pitching. And so I had an amazing experience and I definitely recommend that everyone who is, you know, considering who wants to grow their business and have like ideas, or even if you don't have an idea, but your business is like at least making, I think it's 75K minimum, you can apply. And they're definitely looking for BIPOC owned brands as well to make sure that we are getting access to this information and education and resources and the network of 10,000 plus small business owners who can plug you because, you know, it's like being in a, sator- a sorority or fraternity, like, oh, you're 10 KSB, I got you, I'll make the connect. So mm-hmm. it's a great program. Wow. Amazing. You. And you just have such a warm heart. Like I can see if you say you're going to help somebody, if you're down for somebody, you really show up for them. Like there's no games, there's no, none of that. And it's just amazing because you attract people like you. Thank you. Yeah, you know, we were having this conversation today. I don't know if you guys saw that video about people wanting to pick your brain. And she's like, "Uh uh-uh, this is like this video on Instagram, whatever. And like, I respect it. But you know, I'm like, for me, I get it. Yes. But 
you know, you get blessed by blessing others, right? It doesn't take away from you to share information with folks, especially when they come correct and they come with a good heart and you, you know, that they got that good energy. You have to be discerning, but I'm all about like sharing and I've created networking groups so that we can keep the information flowing and help each other grow and uplift one another. So that's what gets you further. Hey, amen. <laughs> I know that's right. We all about sharing information too. And that's really the concept of this podcast, Boss Lady Conversations, is to share information so that people don't feel like they're on an island or by themselves. Right. And so with that, what advice would you give to a boss lady who is trying to find her unique entrepreneurial path, but kind of unsure about how to narrow down their interests or where to begin? I would say tap into your network. That's how I got to where I am now. Because when I started with Yes, I Am, I told my good friend who was like my business bestie, I was like, girl, I'm about to start a clothing brand to inspire and empower others. And she's like, oh, I know this brother named Face who has had a clothing brand for like five, six years. I'm going to connect you with him. And then when I met with him, I was like, oh, hi, friend, you're about to be my mentor. Just like that. He was like, what? I was like, you're my mentor now. And so, like, oh, yeah, he never had one before. And I was like, welcome, congratulations. So from there, he's been stuck with me. He went from my mentor to now we're business partners and we built the spot together. And it really is one I think the hardest part for me when I met him, it was, I remember it was Valentine's day. I went to like a pop-up that he was having just to break the ice. And then we had our official meeting the next day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't actually launch my brand until my mom's birthday, July 17th. Right. And that was because I was still afraid to like take the leap to do the brand. I had the idea and all that, but I didn't know. I finally just had to take that leap. I had to like, I think I was in Cairo for my birthday and they had like a little, I was staying like at a casino hotel and they have a mall attached. And I made my first shirt that said, I am, and it had dash, 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 exclamation mark, right? Like fill in the blanks. And then I wore that coming home and I was like, all right, I'm ready. (laughs) And so that was part of it. You gotta quiet that voice and just take your first step. Cause once I took my first step, I was like, what the heck was I waiting for? Cause now, you know, you're out there and I had like, he made me do a pop-up. He was like, kick me out the nest. was like, go fly birdie. And <laughs> at the pop-up, I didn't tell none of my friends but like four of them. I was like, look, I'm having this pop-up. The rest of the folks, they found out after the fact, the pictures on Facebook. And when this lady at the pop-up bought five of my shirts, I was like, oh my God, my first stranger sale. She don't owe me nothing. Right. And she bought five of my shirts at like $25, $30. I was like, oh hell, it's on. So from there on, <laughs> <said>, say less. <laughs> you couldn't tell me nothing. I was like, right. let's make some more. Like, come on. You let's know, roll so this. <laughs> that's how it is. Once you get that first taste and then you're like, oh, then you're like, what was that? What was I hesitating about? You, but we get that, we get that sometimes. But yeah, so that's one. Believe in yourself, take that we all go through it we all get scared but you got to take that first step and that's even if it's just registering your business take that first step and the next thing is find your tribe like build your network find your tribe tap in and that is how you're going to continue to grow in success because you surround yourself with people who know more than you who are doing similar things to you or doing their own thing but you have your creative circle and they 
continue to um, push you and to elevate you and you do the same for them. And, you know, before you know it, you're all just like five years in where we are and just looking back like, well, damn, <laughs> wherever you come from. So that's my advice. Find your tribe, tap into your network and just take that leap, believe in yourself because it's better to have taken the chance than to I, my biggest my biggest fear was to die having never given myself the shot. I mean, yeah, I'd be dead and I wouldn't really know, but at the same time, I don't mix with my brains. You know what I mean? So Yeah. You Amen. would know. Your soul would know. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna know when you die and like, ah oh, damn, I didn't do that. You know, <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's a little morbid, yeah. but it's you're just feeling like dang why am I not doing something that I know I'm really I really want to do why am I living in fear that's what it is fear of success let's not let's not live there Mm. we don't live there return to center Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) love 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 fire yes so you're doing all this right you're bossing up your business is doing well and then the pandemic happens so We we just want to know how did you manage to successfully pivot and like utilize your resources to strive for your dreams to go after your dreams and reach them despite the pandemic. So I quit my job. I left my job December 2019. Was living a good life, and then February came around. Came back from Trinidad. Was like woo. And next thing you know, it's looking real slow and sickly outside. March, the governor is like, oh, shut down, party done. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, they're like, we're shutting down the city. And I just went to bed on Friday, I remember, and stayed there until Monday. And then Monday, I was like, all right. We were, my partner was like walking around Brooklyn Bridge. And we were just like, all right, we got to figure this out. You know, we can't That's like sit down. No, that was real. Like that brother was walking around. He was like, I ran out of places to walk to because he can't go. He was just like, he's so used to working. And Mm -hmm. I was just, I couldn't process what happened. So I just went to sleep. I was like, I'm going to bed. And then Monday morning, I was like, all right, I'm back. Like, let's do this. So we Mm -hmm. decided to beef up our e-commerce. We we redid our website and we focused on our Instagram and Facebook ads. We partnered with uh, Essence at the time. They had Shop Essence. So we partnered with them so that we can be on the platform. We partnered with Afterpay so that it's hard times now, right? Things are shut down. So folks, you could pay now. You could pay later, buy now. We'll ship it to you because Afterpay gonna pay us. So it's all good. So that was fine. And then Amazon, we you know connected with Amazon Pay and then shout out to my amazing partners, MasterCard, because they were like, we got you girl. So, you know, they had me on their digital doors program campaign. They hooked me up with one, year of QuickBooks training mm. and Salesforce training and access as well as mm. so as uh, cybersecurity. And so I'm a digital doors program ambassador. And then I had like plenty of speaking opportunities with like, you know, MasterCard, City, Citibank, Create and Cultivate, who introduced me to MasterCard. Shout out to Create and Cultivate, Jaslyn Johnson, amazing platform. Mm. And yeah, it was just, it was an incredible time. And we took that time to focus on pivoting in other ways in terms of like scaling our custom printing business, right? So even though it was interesting, people were still purchasing, which was great. Our ads were doing good, which was great. 
and our custom printing business started picking up. So we were like, oh, okay. And so now, fast forward to now, we are now officially suppliers for Madison Square Garden. We just did like a print job for the Knicks, for the Knicks, like in June. And it was, ooh, and we just got like, we're being covered by them in a video. They did like an interview with Monica McNutt. So that's probably coming out last year. Um, we have Lululemons, that's one of our clients. We've had some like big clients, Lord Patty. I can't, why is his name escaping me? But he he plays on Brooklyn Nets. So, you know, we've had some great people come through us. Mm-hmm. The other thing we focused on was creating our Brooklyn-ish, right? So we decided to create, create our line of merch in January. And during the summer, we were like, let's just beef it up. And we did. And then Brooklyn-ish became like one of the in the shop so that was ringing income as well and then we created the black creatives and culture market and point have been so amazing the mall and they like you know what do you guys want to do for 2021 and we were like you know what we want to put on this marketplace to help other local creatives who are not to have a platform and connect with the community because they you're not even in our shop and you are relying on marketplaces or being online you have less exposure so 15 brands and about eight artists and it got covered by channel 11 i think it was news one or news 12 and that's how you folk came out to support in droves one because i know they was tired of being inside and two they were like oh it's black history month we coming out and people were selling out, it was amazing. And then we just kept getting questions like, oh, when is the next one? When is the next one? But this was just for a weekend. So we to do the Black Craves and Culture Market Juneteenth edition. We went, we grew to have 75 BIPOC creatives involved, wow. 40 small businesses, 25 musicians, 10 artists. We had a fitness panel, we had a pitch competition, and we had a wellness workshop led by our friends who have platforms. So we're like, if you got a platform, we put you on in management group. He led business panel. I hooked, I had my friend from um, Goldman Sachs, Brooklyn Tea. I was like, girl, can you sit on this panel? So she did, you know, shout out to Jamila from Brooklyn Tea. And then my friend Nadine, she owns Let's Converse, Nadine G which is a platform for a mental health wellness platform uh, that takes place in Blacking spaces. So she held the mental health wellness workshop. Black Venus Management Group takes a group economic approach into investing into real estate and into small Black-owned businesses. So he led the business panel. And in the pitch competition, we gave the vendors the opportunity to pitch for $500. We did it again this year. It grew to $3,000 for winners. This year, I got MasterCard to have bring Salag Goss onto. She's the SVP of Social Impact. So she sat on our panel for the business panel. Paisley Dempsey, who's one of my advisors from Goldman Sachs, sat on the panel. And Kenneth Eby, who is the executive director of BNYC from SBS, my old agency where I used to work, Small Please. Business Services, he sat on the panel. Listen, wow. when it comes to <laughs> partnerships, I'm tapping everybody I know. Like, come on, yeah. sign. We doing this. I need your help. Like... 
And then we had Miss Precious Williams, the, aka the Pitch Master. She's amazing. She was one of the judges along with Paisley for our pitch competition. And I tell you, there was not a dry eye in that room. We had one person who got nervous during her pitch. And she started putting her head down and Miss Precious was like, honey, you better pick that head up. She was like, no, 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 queen. We don't know. You got everybody standing behind you. And we were clapping and crying. It was a thing. So yeah, that's what we did. Like we just kept creating space and through creating space, the community continued to pour into us. And then partners continued to come to us because they saw the work that we were doing. They wanted to be involved. Absolutely. Amazing. <laughs> Incredible. Right. It's like you woke up like, ah! <laughs> that was no, so fire. I'm not gonna lie. We were like, oh, it's go time. Because I did not mention that year, 2021, we won McBride Sisters 10K. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot happened. McBride Sisters 10K in February. Jennifer Hudson, I found out I was in a commercial with her. So that happened. I was in a national TV. I'm like, I forgot about that. (laughs) National TV commercial with Jennifer Hudson that actually aired through, she's the EGOT. So it aired through the Emmys, the Grammys, the Oscars, the Super Bowl, the Tonys. It was going on, you know, television and on the internet. And we had like three cuts. So Wow. Mascard, I love Mascard. We're officially suppliers for them now too. I was always like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And that happened. McBride Sisters, the Black on their She Can Thrive grant. And um, both of those were at the same time that I had to submit to Goldman Sachs and give them the information. And while I was planning the Juneteenth event, which was like planned in, I think maybe a month at that time, I'm in the Goldman Sachs program. And I also pitched for 1010 Wins, which is our, you know, national, it's a, a syndicated program here, radio program. So I pitched for their 1010 Wins um, small business grant. And we won $10,000 mm-hmm. to put towards Juneteenth there too and then parade thanks to mastercard on the small business flow with my old agency it was like so full circle like a lot of full circle moments and i saw a new god had his hand all up in this no way that god is not like ordering our steps there's no way yeah but michelle i don't understand how do you like do you sleep who did who 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 applied for the grant like who tell us about the team I actually applied for the grants. I'm thankful to have three partners managing Yes, I Am and The Spot. And then I have Kadora Advisory Group for consultancy. I'm a caretaker. You know, I take care of my mom who has like cataracts for now. So it's a lot. But I'll tell you, 2021, terrible. When it comes to that balance, I was on autopilot. And as soon as Juneteenth was done, I was around the corner at the Sheraton for seven days, just lay out. I was like, I couldn't move. I, you know, and then my body was tired. We had to get ready for, we did another event, Dear Summer Vibes, which is our block party. Planned that in like a month and worn out. So now I plan a year ahead, right? Because I'm like, she won't be doing that to herself and also this year, which is why, like I told you all before I took a nap, I said, no, honey, this is a year of self-care. All right. She will take naps and she be in me. I take naps when I need to take naps. I've traveled every month almost with the exception of May and June, because I was prepping for Juneteenth. And I just make sure that I 
take care of myself. I'm working out. I'm like in a Fitbit challenge. Right. I'm number okay. two after being like number <laughs> 10 and number nine for like school, me and JR. So I'm like, yeah, no, it's got to be, we have to have this balance and try to figure it out. And so I'm right. working on that. That's a beautiful it's not thing. easy. Yeah, it's not easy. We did this, like, I'll just say like, as a full-time, when I was a full-time employee, we were growing these businesses same sure. time. So we would leave work and then go to the shop. We'd open at 4 My partner would I get there around 5.36. And then we'd leave like 11 o'clock at night. And then I'd go home and then I'd work on Yes, I Am and go to bed at 3 o'clock in the morning and then wake up to go to work for 9 o'clock. But I didn't get there at 9. I'd get there like 10, 30, 11, you know? Like, I was like, no. But that was what I did for like two and a half years until we moved. Mm-hmm. And then, so I really had not had a real vacation five years and that's why this year I was and when I say real vacation I had two one for a funeral in Grenada Thursday to Tuesday and a weekend in Trinidad for Bacchanalia weekend and that was it in five years so this year she outside (laughs) I was like I'm claiming my life because what's the point that is true I mean first of all let me just talk about your mind I mean how you just raveled off everything from 2019 if you ask me what I did yesterday, I'd be like, one second. And you just knew everybody's names and how they played the role. But you, I know some of our listeners is not going to like this comment, but I so love my East Coast people. Because let's go back to you told your mentor, you my mentor. Nice mm-hmm. to meet you. Let's get it. He's like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, friend. Hey, let's yeah. go. Yeah, yep. he's like, what? And now mm-hmm. he's your business partner, you know? Yes. So, I mean, everything that you said, I just been in awe and just like how amazing the mind is and that you told yourself, yes, I'm going to go to this place, this nine to five when I get there respectfully, and then I'm going to go and do the things <laughs> I need to do. And then two years, you know, like that's dedication, because yeah. at any point you could have been like, I'm tired, but you saw the vision you saw, mm-hmm. you manifested it. You said, I am a business yes. owner. I am an entrepreneur. And you said, I got to, I got to work on that. And it was up to you and you didn't stop. And just the amazing partnerships. I mean, yes, the pandemic brought about a lot of darkness, but I just heard light. Like, yes, I had to take a minute to realize what this is. And then how do we bounce back from that? And I mean, Mm -hmm. to say that you got MasterCard and just that advertisement space, Mm -hmm. like how much that would have cost if you tried to pay for that (laughs) during those time slots, like, whoa, and we all love Jennifer. Yes. So, I mean, all I hear is blessings on blessings on blessings. And anytime that there may be an inkling of doubt, God just reaffirmed like, nope, keep going. (laughs) You're right. Keep going. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Somebody gonna buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And I will say, like, you know, MasterCard's tagline is priceless. It's priceless. And I'm like, for sure. Because as you said, that exposure, I could not pay for that. That is just priceless in itself. I didn't say when we started our brand, we started with three brands in shop, and within six months, we grew to have 25 brands in shop. And within two years, we had 50 brands in shop, right? And we started in a 100 square foot space. And there was a time where we had to step back that same year, 2019, we had to step back 
because we lost two partners and we went from a 200 mm. square foot space back to a 100 square foot space. But long story short, my partners and I, we spoke into existence everything that we have now and we did the work. Like we, the way that we showed up for our business every day, but like when I say spoken to existence, City Point, we spoke that into existence. We literally were there as vendors in the hallway. And there's a picture of me vending in front of what is now our shop, right? And we had a time where we had to like store our things in the store overnight and it was our shop. And I went to the restroom, came out and I said to my partners, wouldn't it be dope if this was our shop? And we were like, yes. And I was like, I, we put this here, put the there, there. And then to. that was 2017, two and a half years later, after I'm vending in front of there, there's a picture of it, maybe two months in that October, that's when they give us the keys. And they say that same place we stood in two and a half years later and dreamt about that was the shop that they gave us. It's there's so many moments that we had where we knew that the universe just put us all together to make this happen down to my business partner, Tyler. When we moved into the Dumbo location, he moved in two weeks later with his art gallery, doing for artists what we do for brands. And so when we decided to move to City Point, because we would always collaborate with him, we were like, let's just all go together because you get further together than by yourself. And so we just like continue to speak all of our dreams into existence and do the work. And it's, it's, it's been a blessing. Wow. I, I mean, gym after gym after gym. <laughs> okay, let me stay on script for Coach Kaigan, Madam. Okay, <laughs> so I know this question is going to be challenging for you, or at least I think it's going to be challenging, but I have to ask for the audience. So what is the super scary yet amazing dream that you have for yourself? One that you might feel uncomfortable even saying out loud. If your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough, right? Like, I don't think I have anything that would mean, uh uh-uh, no. I, I have, I, for one, want to take the spot to the level where it's international and national. So the spot LA, the spot DC, the spot Ghana, London, Paris, et cetera, Miami, you call it, right? That's number one. The Black Crazy and Culture Market, same thing. I want it to be on the level of Essence and Afropunk where it is the place that you come to downtown Brooklyn and same cross the pond. Yes, I am Inc. If there's a VC investor that's interested and you let me sit on the board, let's talk. I'm here for it because mama <laughs> wants to put her money into other things as well and like open her first Marriott hotel boutique somewhere. Like, let's do this. You know, a lounge, the spot lounge. I have so many ideas mm-hmm. to help pour into the community and just there's so much that I want to do. I want my jet plane. I have jet plane dreams. Like there's nothing. I don't think for me, it's fun to think at the highest level of what it is that you possibly can do. I don't get scared anymore about it. I do get scared when I'm going through the motions sometimes. Like, you know, I realized I had imposter syndrome at times where I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, I'm doing the work. That's why I said to you all, like, you know, you say it's been a lot and I'm like, I'm so busy doing it. I'm like, oh damn, it has been. Like the dreams, like they fill me. They make me alive. The the idea of like we we literally sit around like, ooh, that's such a good idea. We ain't got time to do it, but somebody should do it. So I'm here for that. I am here for dreaming big and being afraid. Do it anyway. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Thank you. 
So I, you've shared so many gems today, and I was just wondering, what is one thing that you really hope listeners will walk away from this podcast with? I think, so one thing that has, you know what makes us successful, and it's what you're doing, putting the community on, right? I am not successful without my community and without the creatives that we serve. So whatever it is that you do, if you really want to be successful, you need to empower and lift up the people around you, lift up your community, pour into that. From a financial point, especially as Black-owned businesses, for one, I'll be real with you, it it's it best now for so many reasons, as we see a lot of people want to be behind this, but this has always been who we are. Mm-hmm. So from a real point, from a legacy point, from a wealth building point for the community, because, you know, we are there's a 200, how many years since centuries, the gap for people of color, you know, the wealth gap, we are like pouring in and trying to help close as best as we can, this incredible gap through the work that we're doing by helping other small businesses in our network to be able to be empowered and have the tools and resources, like we were talking about sharing, just give that information to them, have an incubator. We want to have an incubator for them later in the fall. So that they keep asking in the store, like I'll have one-on-ones, let's do this on a group level and continue to do that. And then get our sponsors and our partners to pour into that and help support this educational piece. Cause we're more than a boutique, you know, we're a platform for creativity right. and education. So how can we help lift up our community? But that's what it's about. Like, how can we create jobs? How can we pour into our community, help build business legacies among black business owners, Black people, POC people, like how can we help level the playing field? And I think when you take that serving aspect where you're not serving yourself, but you're serving your people, you're serving your tribe, you're serving your community, you will go so much further. It will make so much more of a difference and it will never feel like work because you inspire one person, you touch one person, you see one person start their business. And now I have the person that's in 10 KSB. She just got into Williamville Hotel in Williamsburg and we were her first shop. We have other people who open up their own shops. We have people who have done like amazing things and it just makes us proud. Whether they're in the shop or they're friends and tribe that we worked with, it's just a beautiful thing to see that. So I say like pour into your community, especially because one, it's needed. And two, you will get backed for pouring into your community because coming from public service, the city, the corporations, et cetera, they want to see people getting jobs. They want to see employment workforce expanding for one. And they want to see that you're impacting the people around you because that matters. Wow. Thank you. I mean, I have a lot of ideas that I'll definitely share offline. Probably nothing you haven't thought of, but yes. Oh, <laughs> but you I'm here for it. Yeah. I am here for it. <laughs> you planted that seed and I'm like, oh, oh, you know, we're educators and mm-hmm. our kids need so much. These high schools teach a curriculum that they can really grow from, mm-hmm. that they is tangible and they could take that skill set. Yeah. So yes. Yes. I'm here yes. for all of that. Okay. I, I see it already. And yes. then being part of the store, if it's creative or even just learning the business aspect, a training type program. 
<laughs> exactly. And, you know, have a not-for-profit leg, an arm, because yes. then there are more corporations that will, I don't have one yet, but I will for the art gallery so we can give scholarships to our resident artists. But you want to have that so that you can get more donations into your corporation, be able to do more. That's, you know, what it's about. You can touch and impact more people. It's all about how many people can you affect. So I'm here for that. I'm here for the conversation. I love to flush things out and see how it can be, you know, how it can work. So I'm here for that. Yeah. See, you got me working. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was really turn. trying to just be like, right, right. The wheels was like, but we love the kids. We love the kids. And I feel like it's our responsibility to pour into the next generation. Don't just sit back and be like, what they doing? Like help them really be about it. Help them because we all need someone to help us, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yes. So with that being said, I mean, you've listed like almost like my entire contact list of everyone who's been involved (laughs) in your support system, but Uh which, which boss ladies would you say have really paved the way for you to stand in your greatness? Like if you can narrow it down to a couple. (laughs) I'll narrow it down to three in a tribe. So I'll say the first is my girl, Shayna, who was my coworker at SBS. She was the one who pushed me to go for that promotion. And she was like, why aren't you going for this promotion? I was the only one managing the program in a position open above me. And I was afraid to ask for this position, even though I was doing the job anyway for free. Right. And so she was like, why aren't you going friend? You know, she's our sister girl who don't look at us, but you know, she's still our sister girl. And I had to take the, I did it. I did what she was like doing career coaching. And I was her guinea pig and she gave me homework and said, go ask for this job. And I went and I did it so scared. And I was like, Oh my God, you know, like they, they say, we'll see who else is interested. And that was what was like, you know what, I'm going to create my own. So her push challenging me, telling me that you have so much to offer. Like, why are you doubting yourself? That was the first, that she was the catalyst, right? Mm. The second person is Victoria Coker, owner of Black Web Fest, my business bestie. She connecting me to my business partner, prior mentor, still mentor, according to him. She, you know, he still is. She was the second part of that. She still holds me down. She's the one that was on me two, three weeks ago. I don't know how many weeks ago it was. She was like, did you finish the Black, um, official Black Wall Street application? Did you do it? Did you do it? Did you? I'm like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Okay. I was like, all right, I did it. And we won yesterday, $15,000 entrepreneurs of the year. So I was like, Thank you, girl, <laughs> like for keeping your foot on my neck and make sure I did my work, even be accountable. So I love my friends for that. And then I have my tribe. Like I said, I have a tribe of women, powerful women, amazing women who are, you know, business owners. They're growing in their businesses and we just stay on top of each other. We connect each other. And so I'm surrounded by a lot of amazing women And, you know, I don't know, they say something about, someone said something to me today about a friend of hers, one of my good friends who's in this tribe too. All the people in my tribe were friends. She said, 
you know, someone was like, dang, sis, you really are helpful. Like, you're not hating. I, I didn't expect you to be. And I was like, because that's not the energy we, that's not what we about. We on a higher level. We don't talk about yes. people in bangs. We talk about ideas. And we yes. trying to have a table like Oprah, how she did for Ava. Did you see that for her 50th? Yes. I'm like, I'm trying in to Hawaii. be. Yeah. Yes, I'm trying to be like Oprah or and, you know, at her table or have my own with my friends and doing things Hello. like that where we come on now. Yes, <laughs> that's we where love we are. Oprah. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Auntie Oprah, anytime you want me to come, I'll just eat a Hawaiian roll. I'm good. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> teach me. Listen, I love it. And you are absolutely right. We're creating our own tables and we're mm-hmm. inviting the guests because we're worthy of it. I mean, mm-hmm. and the tribe. And like you say, it's about who you surround yourself with. As you said mm-hmm. earlier, having smarter people around you, having people who can pour into you, that matters. Mm-hmm. Being around people who are positive, that matters. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. the best way our listeners can um, contact you. Oh, uh, they can contact me at Yes I Am Inc. at Yes I Am Inc. INC on Instagram or at D A S P O T N Y C, the spot N Y C on Instagram or info at Yes I Am Inc.com, info at the spot N Y C.com. And then I also have info at Cador Advisory Group.com. And yeah, you can contact me there. You can follow me, follow the spot NYC, come visit us. We're at Albie downtown Brooklyn, which was home to Black-owned businesses back when we were coming up and we're keeping that legacy alive in Brooklyn. And to your point about the seat and the table, I have a shirt, which is my favorite that I created. I keep that the seat. Yes, I'm like, <laughs> keep the seat. I want the whole damn table. Like, this is why we create our own because- I love partners, you know, don't get me wrong. Of course, we do love those, but you also have to create your own legacy, create your own, you know, just create your own and bring people to that table and help them build their own tables as well. So, (laughs) Michelle, I could not stop recapping. I'm like, she, the recap is going to be just as long as the (laughs) podcast. I'm sorry. (laughs) You just dropped so many gems. And so I, I just had to stop myself. So thank you. But here's a recap of the many, many, many gems from Michelle Cador. And you're welcome. Number one, (laughs) you can manifest whatever you want in your life by speaking it into existence. What Mm -hmm. you put after I am will change your life. You can change the narrative. I am and I will. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Believe in yourself. Take the first step and tap into your network. Find your tribe so that you can continue to grow grow together. Find your creative circle. You get further together than you get by yourself. Continue to do the work. Show up for your business. It's fun to think at the highest level about what you can do. Allow your dreams to fill your heart and continue to dream the dreams that scare you. Well, we hope you've enjoyed connecting with the wonderful boss lady, Michelle, and learning about how to boss up and elevate your business. Thank you again, Michelle, for coming and please come back soon. Thank you, ladies, for having me. It was truly a pleasure. 
And I wish you all continued success as you continue. Thank you for highlighting my story and highlighting so many other queens and boss ladies on your platform. This is much needed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> If you haven't already done so, please follow us on Spotify and iHeartRadio. And you'll be notified whenever we post a new Boss Lady Conversation episode. You are who you say you are. You're destined for great things. Your life matters each and every day. Now go get your blessings, Boss Ladies.